Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Somehow another Saturday has rolled around, my friends and I, the pizza wizard Simon Miller, are coming to you with cheer in my heart and excitement in my loins. No, wait, not excitement in my loins. That sounds... It's like eight seconds. Eight seconds in and I've already ruined it. So let's just get on with it. You know the deal. We take this, somebody's hand, and I point up and go up. Sometimes I point down and go down. And you get really mad and go, I hate this guy. I'm going to find the ball that hole and I'm going to kick him in the face. Well, you can do that, but the joke's on you, pal. You'll be arrested. What are we even talking about? <laughs> Smackdown was just on. Let's up those downs. <laughs> We were not mucking around on Smackdown, which has been the way recently, because we've got the intro music, are you ready? we got all the pyro, maybe it was pyro, I can't remember. And then instantly out came Sami Zayn and Solis and Koa, and I said to myself, <laughs> I'm really happy now, because I'm in love with these two. They were also taking on Ricochet and Madcap Moss, and I stand by the fact that when you do look at both teams, Madcap and Rick kind of come across like the bad guys, because they had just gone up to Sami Zayn and gone bully, 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 bully. When you're bullying someone, you sack. The crowd did see it the same way, though, because no matter what Ricochet and Mad Cat Moss did, they did not give a flub, because they just wanted to cheer for Sami Zayn. On the one hand, we should go, oh my gosh, he should become a babyface sooner rather than later, which he will do. But on the other, this is not a big surprise. Do you remember him down in NXT? He was just the most lovable person ever, and we're slowly planting those seeds again. Sola Sokoa is also being portrayed as a badass, now I look at him like, tee-hee-hee, he's so damn cool. And honestly, this was so nuts that Mad Cat Moss and Ricochet were almost playing in the back here. They were like playing second fiddle. And that's not their fault. They're just not involved in a really, really good storyline. Solar also cracked me up at one point because he applied the dreaded nerve hold. When you think about it, nobody wants their nerves to be held. It sounds absolutely terrible. And then when he did tag and Sami Zayn, everybody went nuts. This was doubly funny because Madcap got tagged at the same time. And when the good guys started to fire up, everybody went boo. And they weren't saying boo Madcap was still able to continue this and Sakar was so mad he went to get a chair. But eventually Ricochet and Madcap were kind of together and Sami Zayn flew in with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. But it only got a two. And then when Ricochet hit the ropes, Solo Sakar took this chair and he just held at him. 
I shouldn't laugh, but it was quite amusing. This all happened after he had done the blind tag, so he then grabbed him and went nope and threw him into Timmy the Timekeeper's table. And then Solar got in the ring, he hit that spinning Solar thing onto Mad Cat Moss and he pinned him. And once again, your eyes were just big as if there were hearts in there. You're just like, this guy, he is the best. Sami Zayn was so jacked up after this too, he started running his mouth. And just when he was going to get beaten up, Solar made the save again. So when these guys do break up, I don't know what I'm going to do. And they never get over it. There was more to this as well because Sami and Solar then headed backstage where they were going to chill out in the Bloodline dressing room. When Jay Uso just came out, it's like, listen, I don't trust you, I don't like you, nobody wants you in here, so what are you going to do about that? But Zayn has confidence now, because he has his brand new t-shirt, like my pizza was a t-shirt, he just went, well, if you've got a problem with that, you better talk to Roman Reigns. And I honestly thought Jay Uso was about to fall down and die. It also proves that Jay is an absolute madman, because he flew all the way to Canada, in the story, to tell Sami Zayn, you're not allowed to come into this space, and that is crazy. But once again, it just all fits together so well, and you know what's going to happen, but does that make a difference? No, get it up. We had a quick video with Karrion Cross and Scarlet after this, and they basically said, Drew Tick McIntyre Tock, we Tick will Tock beat Tick, you Tock at TikTok extreme TikTok rules. I mean, that was absolutely gibberish. The point is, they are going to beat Drew McIntyre when it comes to the pay-per-view premium live event because they're in a strap match. Look, I will say this, these are very well produced. Ava Braxton was also in on the action here because she found Austin Theory and basically said to him, why do you suck so much at cashing in money in the bank? Theory blamed this all on Brock Lesnar, Tyson Fury and Drew McIntyre. And then he started to lay into Drew saying, man, no one likes this guy. Nobody wants him to invite to parties. And when you do take him out to a restaurant, he hits all your food. But of course, the Scottish warrior was behind Austin Theory and he got in his face and was like, yeah, get to the ring there because we're going to have a fight. <laughs> Given that Austin Theory was going to be in a match, all this crazy, wazy stuff continues. Because I cannot work out whether Triple H loves him, Triple H hates him, Triple H has no time for him, or whether he goes, well, he's Mr. Money in the Bank, so we can have him lose, 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 lose to everyone, and it doesn't matter because he has the Sword of Damocles. Either way, this only went two minutes, and Theory just got his ass kicked, but because he had come out with Alpha Academy, of course, Otis at one point just went, I'm going to interfere. And he did this right in front of the ref. Like he couldn't have been any closer. So the official went, well, that was dumb. DQ. Now I do get a little bit bored of those finishes because why do the match to start with? But the aftermath of this was so simple, but it rocked. Because Johnny Gargano came out to try and make the save after Theory and the Alpha Academy started beating up Drew. That didn't work because it was still three on two. So Kevin Owens' music hit. He got a massive reaction. They cleared house and all of this schmoz was going to be our main event later. I mean, it was a little bit weird that Karrion Cross didn't get involved. You presume he would be under the ring going tick-tock, clock-tock, tick-tock, clock, but he didn't. Also, if we could give Kevin Owens all the belts, I'd appreciate it. And then, my gosh, <laughs> I was so happy. Because we were in the back with the Mexican male models, and Max Dupree was still upset, but it doesn't matter, because Marseille and Mansoir had good news for him on this evening. They're going after the title. Max all of a sudden got really excited because he's like, oh my gosh, you've got a match with the Usos. <laughs> That's not what these buffoons meant. They meant they're going after the title for the longest pose ever. <laughs> and they went right into it. I felt my face light up like a Christmas tree drawing this because I loved it so much. And of course, Dupree was like, I can't handle it. And he just walked off. And some people don't like this nonsense. And I say to you, fair play, it's your life. But please never stop giving me goofy wrestling. 
warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. They continued to hold these poses as Hit Row walked in and laughed at them. But I will tell you this, I do think Hit Row are gonna be stars down the line. But right now, I am more in the model's corner <laughs> than I am theirs. To the point, I don't usually do it with segments like this. I liked it so much, I am giving it an up. We should dedicate an entire show to them. Shotzi then promised to beat Bailey later, which kind of felt impossible given that Bells is going after the title at Extreme Rules. And Shots also said here, I will put my nose and foot wherever I want. What? And then it was Hit Row versus Los Lotharios. Surprise, surprise, it went about two minutes. And it was fine, but I do think there's some truth in what I just said about Hit Row. You can see the potential and you can see eventually they're going to do something. At the moment, it's a bit like putting your hands in the pockets and looking around thinking, well, I'm sure it will come next week and you get to next week and then you go, well, I'm sure it'll be next week and here we are next week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Just feel like something has to happen soon. This was just a squash match, though, which does beg the question: What we're doing with Humberto and Angel Garza? They just hit the heavy hitter. One, two, three. And look, it was fine. It was okay. It was all right. You're not going to write home about this because why would you do that anyway? So we do give it an up. That doesn't mean I don't have my eye on it. What was much more apparent was that the White Rabbit teases continued on this episode of SmackDown because we cut to Michael Cole and Corey Graves and somebody behind them had a big sign that said, revel in what you are. So I shed a tear and was like, damn it, I'm the bald a-hole. There was also a QR code after that TikTok carry and cross promo and good grief. If you jump into this one, there's references to Yom Kippur, Shana Tavar out there. There was references to The Simpsons and it all leads or it all continues at least to tease that Bray Wyatt is coming back to television. As we've already talked about, I know some people wanted this yesterday, but I am enjoying this ride so much. Let's keep it rolling. Also, just on the down low, I kind of hope this isn't Bray Wyatt because the internet would melt down and I like the chaos. We had more video packages after this as we were reminded of everything that's gone down between Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. When we were back to Kayla, who was interviewing Ronda, I half expected her to go, ah, Rousey, why are you so crap? 
what she likes to do. She didn't, and instead Rhonda compared Liv Morgan to Hooters and Barbie. I was like, maybe we shouldn't do that. And said that even though it is an extreme rules they'll be fighting in, she's already dangerous, but she's more dangerous with a bat. I thought about it and I thought about it. I was like, well, everybody is more dangerous with a bat. Even your flipping nan. And then she defeated Italia. Okay then. I will tell you this though, I really appreciated it because first I thought it was pretty fun, but also this could only have gone about three or four minutes and I much prefer it when we kind of do this with our matches. So some can go long, some can go short, some can go somewhere in the middle. When you do get the pacing right and it's all varied, I just think it's more interesting. They traded submissions at one point which got the fans all pumped up and Natty powerbombed Ronda. I was like, man, you don't often see that. And of course after it, Italia was like, ha I'm gonna lock on the sharpshooter. This was a terrible idea. Because Ronda Rousey got out of it, she applied the ankle lock, Natty tapped out, you'll know Dos Tres. They got some kind of meaning of what we were talking about earlier, because Liv Morgan walked out and she was carrying a baseball pass. I was like, she's going to twonk Ronda with that thing, and that will show Rousey. But instead, this weird booking of Liv Morgan continued, because she reached Ronda. <laughs> And she just looked at her, I suppose, because this feud is super serious 9000. But why didn't you pick it up and just go poop and smack her on the end? It really backfired because the two did start brawling and nobody was able to get their hands on said baseball bat. And eventually security guards broke it up and they kept fighting and security guards kept it up and they kept fighting. But WWE always does this thing so well. Like by the end, the audience was absolutely losing their minds. So they are invested in this. But it does film like we're going to get to that premium live event. <laughs> Ronda Rousey is going to kill Liv Morgan. Have to wait and see how that goes. But up. Kevin Owens, Johnny Gargano and Drew McIntyre without backstage with Drew going, Oh, Kevin, we can't trust you. And Owens all like, <laughs> it's actually quite accurate. When all my dreams come true, I mean it. Because KO went strolling down the corridor when he passed the maximum male models. And he said to them, oh man, you need to change your pose a bit because you'll do it better. And that was it. I was gone on the floor, just failing around like a fish. Kevin Owens can actually do everything. Somebody should give him a damn prize. He also then bumped into Sami Zayn and they looked at each other with Kev saying, you need to get a different t-shirt and he did walk off. And we all know what's going to happen here. Eventually the bloodline are going to turn on Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens is going to make the save. They're going to become a tag team and they're going to win the tag team titles. And all this was, was one single sentence and a look. I was just jumping around like I was five years old. So I'm doing it again. I am going to give it an up. But look how excited I am. We also then cut back to the Maximum Male Models. And Sonya Deville and Shinsuke Nakamura were just looking at them. It's a round of applause. They're my new favourites. Imperium then decided they had something to say. Well, they did. Made sense. Ludwig Kaiser started. He said that Bowser is very upset at the moment because they don't like the brawling brutes. When Giovanni Vinci also took over and they were like, Gunther, you're a real champion. So Gunther grabbed the mic and he was like, I am a real champion. That didn't happen at all. It's not Baywatch. Instead, they came across as super angry dudes the team just worked. Of course, that's when Seamus interrupted because old Gunther had gone, I will beat him next week and he doesn't like that. Although he was on his own this week because Butch and Ridge Holland were stuck in Florida because of the hurricane. But the Irishman doesn't care about this because Friday is fight night. So he went to fight him. He really did mean it too because he got in there and started throwing bones. But of course, haha, he did have his shillelagh. Although this was only going to work for so long because you may have a weapon, but there was three dudes there. 
and eventually they just beat him up. He also got dropped with the power bomb, but we are so into trying to make Seamus a superhero, he grabbed a microphone and just went, is that all you got, fella? So of course they did come back and they kicked his ass some more. But man, I tell you, if Seamus wins the Intercontinental title next week, or whenever it is, I will lose my damn mind. And that's the whole point. Gunther wins, everything's going to be okay with it. Seamus wins, everyone's going to be okay with it because they had that match at Clash of the Castle. And ever since then, we've just been making the right moves. And there's been no shenanigans here. Keep that in your mind. Get it up. Very sadly, Michael Cole and Corey Graves then did confirm that Antonio Inoki has passed away, which is true, and I do believe he was only 79 years old. Now, you don't have to know everything about professional wrestling, but if you don't know about Inoki, just go and Google his name. I mean, he is one of the most successful wrestlers ever, and some of the things he did were absolutely crazy. So, of course, rest in peace to him and thoughts with his friends and family. Bailey then cut a promo saying that Shotzi was done for, and they had a match. She beat her. Now this ties into what we said earlier. It was only around about six minutes, so it didn't outstay its welcome. And what everybody is talking about is that Shotzi finally returned in the tank. And as soon as she did come out in this thing, I genuinely crossed my arms and asked myself out loud, why did we take that away to begin with? It was really stupid. Shotzi also got a bunch of offense in here because of course she was gonna lose, but we want her to look strong. At one point, Bailey went to give her a clothesline, but Shotzi went matrix and kind of slid under her arm. You'll remember when Neo did that in the Matrix movies. Eventually, though, she decided she was going to climb on the ropes, which is always a bad idea. Bailey grabbed her leg, she pulled her off, she went flying down, she got hit with the rose plant. One, two, three. And this was just a way to remind you that Bailey is going after the championship. And for my money, she should probably win. She was also going to bust Shotzi up with a ladder afterwards, but Bianca Belair came out to make the save. And I think she was going to smash Bailey into this, but they both parted, which is the right thing to do, because you want to save that stuff for the premium live event. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There is something missing when it comes to this program, and I don't know what it is. It's still all right, and it's still fine, and maybe that will come at Extreme Rules. Much like a lot of things on this SmackDown, it was just okay, and okay is okay, up. And then, after all this fun, after all this excitement, my heart broke. What the hell were you thinking, Max? Because the models were just about to break this record for the longest pose when Max Dupree returned, he knocked over Mansoir and he basically said, I'm done with you all and I never want to see you again. I mean, what the hell are we going to do when we get to the Winter Collection? I presume it's happening because Max Dupree is about to transition back into LA Knight, much like Butch is Pete Dunne and Pete Dunne is Butch. And that is the right thing to do. But honestly, WWE, if you're listening to me, do not break up the maximum male models. They've at least got six more months in them. I've had enough hurt in my life. I don't need any more pain. You will absolutely have an enemy in me if you do do this, but also how crappy is the world or Canadian record or whatever it was for the longest pose. <laughs> this was less than an hour. I could do that right now. Which did indeed bring us to our May during the show main event. And it was Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and Johnny Gargano taking on the Alpha Academy in Austin Theory. As I always say, we do need to get one WWE title back on Raw and SmackDown. Also, the result here was never in question. Did they? And I have a good time. Yes. This really was an issue, though, because even if the bad guys had got in there with a gun and said, we're going to shoot you all, what I would have expected to happen is they pull the trigger, the gun gets jammed, and Drew McIntyre runs in, and Claymore kicks Austin Theory and get the one, two, three. 
if you take the projectile out of the equation, that's what happened. It really was quite the sprint too. I mean, I think it was all over and done within eight minutes. And at one point, Kevin Owens was doing cannonballs off the apron. I was like, man, that did not look nice. Magically, after the break, the heels were in charge. So I had to come up with my own story here. And I think Austin Theory, Chad Gable and Otis went up to Drew and they were like, hey, Drew, do you want a brand new sword? He's like, oh yeah, I love a new sword. And that screwed his team over. They got jumped. I mean, maybe they wanted to show him an easier way to sharpen his sword, and that is not a euphemism. Let's get back to the wrestling now. Because at one point, Johnny Gargano went for one final beat, but Chad Flipping Gable turned it into a Northern Light suplex. That was like two plus two equals potato. Don't make any sense. Eventually, Kevin Owens got the hot tag, and he was hitting more cannonballs and swantons, and he had the thing one when Otis broke it up. When eventually Drew McIntyre got hot tag number two, and he hates Austin Theory so much, he made a beeline for him, gave him a belly to belly, gave him a neck breaker, and I think he wanted to kill him. Just as he was about to hit the claymore, though, Austin Theory did run off. And this is when everything went absolutely nuts. Somehow, Kevin Owens hit a stunner onto Chad Gable through the table, through Allen the announce table. And that makes no sense because surely it would hurt Kevin Owens more. Then back in the ring, Drew McIntyre had cornered Theory. He hit him with the Claymore, one, two, three, and we were done. So he really does lose all the time, so I was laughing again. And to remind you that Drew has a strap match at Extreme Rules, he got out his strap, which once again, don't you start mucking around in the comments, and he beat the living hell out of Austin Theory. And Karrion Cross never came out here, which is a little bit weird. Maybe he wasn't in Canada. So this was an enjoyable ending, but it just had limited stakes. We do need to find a way to get the stakes back into the end of SmackDown, because right now it doesn't have any stakes. So just go and get one of the championships, get it off Roman Reigns and put it back on these shows. Otherwise, look, I was having a nice time. Up. The funniest bit too, is that some of what I'm describing to you during the last straight did not air on TV, because the cameraman missed it. He missed the start on the table, he missed the claymore. So Michael Cole was like, oh, hey, won't believe what's going on here. So I can only presume that he had done a lot of drugs. Otherwise, though, that did bring us to the end of SmackDown. I know it's all ups and no downs, but this was not a perfect show. And like I say, some of it was a little bit lackluster, but nothing was so bad that you want to pull your pants down and crap on it. If you are doing that, you're unhygienic anyway. So of course there will be better episodes, but I still had a good time. Up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Hello, whatculture.com, where you can read yourselves some articles. Make sure you can follow us on social media. We do have a lot of ups and downs, and they're lonely. Give them some company. My name is Simon What Culture. Thank you for joining me on this Saturday, weekend, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever it may be. I'll see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.